Valvoline Instant Oil Change is the quick, easy, trusted place for your next oil change. You guys know my dad loves it. They are so convenient, no appointment needed. You can stay in your car while they do all the work. And their friendly expert technicians have over 270 hours of training and will get you in and out fast while performing a thorough, free 18-point maintenance check with your oil change. I recently went to Valvoline and I got my oil changed and everyone there was so wonderful and nice and really just informative. I feel like I learned a lot about my car. Visit valvoline.com slash office ladies for an exclusive offer towards your next oil change. Love starts with you. You heard me. Show off your personal style with new Pandora jewelry pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Pandora has a huge selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms. There are endless ways to show what's in your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I'm Jenna Fisher. And I'm Angela Kinsey. We were on The Office together. And we're best friends. And now we're doing the Ultimate Office Rewatch podcast just for you. Each week, we will break down an episode of The Office and give exclusive behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were there can tell you. We're The Office Ladies. Hello, everybody. Hi. We are very excited we're about so today's excited. episode. <gasps> so we have arrived in our rewatch to Threat Level Midnight. Mm-hmm. But we are not breaking that down this week. No. We're actually going to be breaking that down next week with writer BJ Novak. Yes. So if you do not already subscribe to Office Ladies, you might want to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss that one. Yes, and go over to Office Ladies on Instagram because we're going to be posting lots of photos and behind-the-scenes stuff. But I think we need to talk about what's about to happen today. This week, we thought we might reach out to someone who loved this episode of The Office and is a huge Office fan, so much so she even sampled the episode in one of her songs. Let's hear it. No, Billy, I haven't done that dance since my wife died. There's a whole crowd of people out there who need to learn how to do the scar. Don't ask questions. You don't want to know. Learn my lesson. Way too cool. To be talking to you, Belladonna. Should have taken a break, not an Oxford comma. Take what I want when I want it. That's right. Billie Eilish is in the studio today to have a conversation with us about her love of The Office. Oh, my gosh! I know. I can't believe it. You guys obviously know Billie Eilish from her amazing music career. At just 20 years old, she has won multiple Grammys. She's won an Academy Award. I mean, People's Choice Awards, Kids' Choice Awards, Billboard Music Awards, iHeart Music Awards. Name an award, and she has probably won it. She also is a director. She directs her music videos. She has a book. She has a fragrance. Her new album is called Happier Than Ever. It is out now. You can find out about all this stuff on her website, BillieEilish.com, including her tour dates. And she's a super fan of The Office. Like super fan. Super, super fan. And we are super fans of hers. So much so that we brought our kids in today. Yes. And here they are. They're in the studio. You guys want to say hi? Hi. 
you guys excited to meet Billy? Yes. We are too. Yeah, for about a year now, Harper, you've been asking me Hi. what? What even? When can we meet Billy? Yeah. Yeah, you said if Billy ever comes on the podcast, can I please come meet her? Well, we should probably scooch on out of here because we just got a text that she's moments away. <gasps> okay, let's take a break. And when we come back, Billie Eilish is going to be here. Woo! Yay! Yeah! Listen to this, because this sounds amazing to me. Ready? Okay. In a world that stops for no one, with life dominated by screens, there's still a place filled with endless reasons to put the phone down and pick up life. Doesn't that sound lovely? Where are we talking about? South Dakota. That's where Lee was born! Really? South Dakota! How did I not know that? I don't know. I didn't know he was born in South Dakota. Mm -hmm. He has family there. Well, South Dakota is a great place to vacation and adventure. You can get worlds away from home in the Badlands, find peace among the pines in the Black Hills, and unwind with each bend of the Missouri River. And if you're looking for love, you might find a Lee there. Oh, my gosh. Made a good fella, South Dakota did. From Sioux Falls to Deadwood, you'll find yourself getting lost in a place that brings you closer to the world around you. You can immerse yourself in the creativity of both contemporary and traditional crafts. See why there's so much South Dakota, so little time at TravelSouthDakota.com. So this winter, we went on a little ski trip with another family, and we got an Airbnb, which was so wonderful, right? Because you can make your own breakfast in the morning. We could even go there for lunch to warm up. Listen, I always want a kitchen with kids. Yep. I don't want to call room service for some sliced apples. I want to have my groceries. I need a kitchen. Yes. Well, this is why doing the Airbnb thing was so perfect. Yep. Well, this family we were staying with told us that they listed their house on Airbnb back in California. Oh, that's so smart. I know a lot of people that do this. It's like, oh, we want to go to Disneyland. We can Airbnb our place and then use that money to go. It pays for your trip. Yep. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do you ever think like, oh no, I hope I locked up. Did I leave a window open? Things like that. Well, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe Home Security today. Simply Safe was named Best Home Security System in 2024 by the U.S. News and World Report, and Newsweek ranked it Best Customer Service in Home Security. Well, you all have heard me talk about Simply Safe because it really is simple and it does make me feel safe. We went through the website and we picked exactly what we needed for our home. That's what I really like is you can customize what you need to fit your living space, you know? I love our Simply Safe. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash office ladies. That's simplysafe.com slash office ladies. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Is here today on Office Ladies. Billie Eilish is here. I'm here. Hi, guys. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. In studio, right here, right with us. We're, We're really together. excited to talk all things office with you. Oh, me too. Where baby. should we start? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wherever you would like. Okay, I'm going to kick us off. 
How did you discover The Office? Was it with your family? Did you watch it with your folks? Well, okay. So as a little kid, mm-hmm. when this was all starting, I didn't watch it as a kid because it's not a, a, a kid show. It's but not I would, super appropriate. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. But I would hear it all the time and I would hear people talk about it. And that's what she said was constantly being said. And I remember it was a, a really big... <laughs> Part of my childhood was not understanding what that's what she said meant. Oh no! <laughs> and I would, th- I would, I'd get very, very frustrated. And I would ask people, "What does that mean?" <laughs> and they would explain it to me. I don't ever remember hearing the first time about The Office. Like it was just, I just knew about it forever. It like, was like I don't, the beginning. Yeah, I it don't was remember. Part of you. I don't yeah. remember finding it. I don't remember hearing about it. I just, it was just part of life. It was like. You learn to speak, and you don't. There's not like a day right. that you learn right. to speak. You're just speaking. Like, yeah. You know what I'm and so that was kind of with the office. And then I just didn't understand. That's what she said. And I remember there was a specific moment. I must have been nine years old, and I was sitting in my kitchen, and my mom had a bunch of people over that I didn't really know. And somebody said something, and somebody said that's what she said. And everybody laughed, and I remember understanding it for the first time oh. and being like, "Let's fucking go." <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out, and then that was like. I was like, oh, okay, got it. And then got you it. Were like, TWSS. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and then I got like into that. And then I must have started watching it when I was probably 11. Do you remember the first episode you saw? Um, I think I started it from the beginning. Really? I've seen it now, I believe, about 30 times. 30 times? All the way through. You're a purist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you started. only watch it in order? Do you skip yeah. around? I Sometimes I skip a specific episodes. Oh, oh. oh. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> it's honestly like Scott's tots. I can't handle it. Oh, is that the cringiest <laughs> for you? Can't do it. It's it, it, so the, cringe. It's just mm. the secondhand embarrassment. I just can't handle it. When we've been doing our rewatch, the one that hit me hard was Prince Family Paper. Yeah, that broke when my they, heart. Absolutely. When they take down that sweet oh. family paper company. And what? how bad he feels about it. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I could watch that one again. Yeah. I think no. I, that, I'd have to skip it. That yeah. was hard for me. Well, so for you guys, have you guys watched it all the way through fully or no? Okay, this might break your spirit. No, no, it's okay. I get okay. it. We are rewatching it for the first time all the way through together. I mean, we'll catch an episode here or there, like on a plane, or maybe it'll come up on Comedy Central, or you know what I mean, over yeah. the years. But this is the first time I have sat down and done Actually a full watched rewatch. Okay. Yeah, watched it in order from beginning mm-hmm. to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it originally aired, we would get together as a cast, and we would have cast screenings on Thursday sure, nights of course. and watch it in each other's living rooms. And so I saw most of the episodes then, but I didn't watch every single episode and so there's going to be a few that I haven't seen before. I'll be seeing them for the first time, which is crazy. It is crazy. Oh, my God. You haven't seen all of them? Not all of them. I would say 98%. Yeah. We tried to watch <laughs> so every one when they aired. <sighs> but it's, it is very surreal because you're watching a version of you from, oh, my God, what is it, 15 <laughs> years ago? Yes. Yeah. You know? I mean, who was the kid that came up to you and was like, you look like an older version of Pam? And you were like, I, <laughs> I am an older version of Pam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He said. Yeah. When was that? I was in a Target, and mm-hmm. he was like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever told you you look like um like an older version of the person who played Pam on The Office? And I Ooh. said, I am an older version of the person who played Pam on The Office. Oh, my God. And he kind of didn't believe me. He wasn't sure. Yeah, no, they I don't. But this that, happens. This I mean, happens. a lot of people um, discover. <laughs> the show through streaming and yeah. don't really have a concept of like how old it is, how far it goes back. I know, because it it hasn't really aged. 
I don't feel like it's aged much. It feels, it doesn't feel like an old show to me. There's some shows you watch and it's like, this feels old. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe like people, because of the way the world is, it's aged in terms of humor. We say entertainment was a timestamp of when it was made. Right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. That's, that's all I think it would be, but it hasn't aged. It's aged very well, in my opinion. Yeah, it holds up. It does. Right? It cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Billy, I have a question. This is from my daughter, Harper. Uh-huh. She would like to know, if you could only watch one episode of The Office for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Oh, my God. I wouldn't want to watch just one for the rest of my life. I've thought about this a lot, though. Honestly, rewatching it, I just I fall in love with different parts of it and mm-hmm. different episodes every time. But my my favorite kind of, one of my favorites, was my favorite for a long time, was was Beach Games. That, that one oh, really gets so me. Fun. Yeah, oh, it just gets me. Oh. That, the scene where <laughs> actually the scene where Andy is in the, in the sumo suit, suit and, then, away. and then he's like so sad and it's this really heart <laughs> he's like slow like he's like look oh it like hurts my stomach like the way he's looking at the water and he slowly just wants to touch the water and then he falls in and then you're there and you're like I can't you hear you <laughs> what so he's good. like get help Poor you, Ed Helms. You know that's really Ed. And <laughs> yeah. all even when it, he's floating far Way, away, no, it, yes. no it was not a double. Wow. He just floated Ed out in that river. There was a man in a little like rowboat thing with a rope tied to Ed, and mm-hmm. he would like pull him out. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I loved that. I got to walk across the hot coals. Uh-huh. I know. But was I ha- it actually hot coals? No. Did I make you believe it was? Yeah, you did. Well, Tell you me know, what it was because I think it's just as painful. It was. So it was like real lava rocks over. They they dug a ditch in the ground and then they kind of filled it with some lights with gels to mm-hmm. give it that glow. And then on top of that, they put like real lava rocks. And then along the side were real flames. So Oh, so it was still really warm. It was. Sort of warm, like they were very specific. Do not get near the edges right. of this firewalk right. thing, this coal walk. You saw your bare feet on little sharp little. Rocks. Thank you. I say it was like running over a bunch of Lego. Yeah. Eek. Yeah. Ow. yeah How no, that I get feels. That. Uh-huh. It, so I, it was painful, but not because it was hot, just yeah. because it was like digging rocks. into my feet. Yeah. yeah. And how many times did you do it? I think we did about three takes. Okay. Yeah, so not too bad. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. and it was cold. Super, it was super so cold. cold what was your guys's like? What was your favorite episode to shoot? Oh, I love this question because it's not what our favorite episode is. Right. Because filming it—that's what I mean. Right? That's why it's different. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because that's another question of like, what is your favorite episode? What's your favorite episode oh, that you shot? You got a lot of big questions. I think I can actually sum it up into one answer. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna say Dundee's because we were out of the office kind Mm -hmm. of for the first time. Mm -hmm. And we were on a location and it had a slumber party feel to it because we didn't really have trailers or anywhere to go. And we were just hanging in that fake chili. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for like, you know, 12 hours. Yeah. Just in that one room. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was just fun and funny and nonstop. 
and I and got to be Steve, drunk yeah. <laughs> or pretend to be. Steve kept improvising with Rain on that, that keyboard, you know, like yeah. Dwight would do different things <laughs> yeah. and we kept cracking up. Well, don't give Rain Wilson a keyboard that makes no. fart sounds. No. Unless. Or a burp noise. Yeah. No. That was he, just, he was just going crazy with it. To the point where I think they were like, hey, Rain, can Do you, you have let to Steve that? get through one no, without I, the sound effect? No, I totally remember because Steve, like my, as Steve as Michael was making a speech and Rain kept hitting the, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they were like, okay, you have to stop. Yeah. Uh, so that's your favorite to film and maybe one of your favorite episodes? Yeah. And here's the crazy thing because, um, you know, there was a big debate on that episode because we thought it might be the last episode of The Office that ever aired. Mm. Because What? Yeah. For that season, we only got picked up for six episodes. Yeah. And it wasn't looking great. And so we had this big debate. Can you believe that when you think about it now? It's weird now, but that was our life for the first two seasons. At the the end of the six episodes, they had our names, you know, (gasps) on paper that they had laminated and Velcroed to our trailer doors. And I went and I, I unvelcroed my paper laminated name. I was like, well, that was fun. I'm going to take <laughs> oh my this one. Yeah. yeah. After the six episodes? Yeah. This was wow. after, yeah, this was our season two pickup. Yeah. And we thought maybe Dundee's would be our farewell. And yeah. I remember standing in the parking lot with Greg Daniels and saying, do we think Jim and Pam should kiss outside of the Dundee's just in case? There's no more episodes of The Office. Like, Ever? should we like should we have it as an alt? Yeah, yeah. And then if they cancel the show, you can put that scene in. And if they don't cancel the show, oh. we'll save it. And Greg said, no, we're not going to give them the option. If they want to see you two kiss, they're yes. going to have to pick up the show. Yes. We're not going to give them the footage. That's right. But hold up. Pam does kiss Jim. She does kiss Jim. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they don't kiss till <laughs> casino night. Are you crazy? She it kisses literally on you. Literally I know, you but it was you. like, it was like a sloppy fall into you kiss. It wasn't like kiss. Okay. I but, say, I know, I know. John and I argued about this too. You say Jim and Pam's first kiss is casino night? Yes. Well, that's their first like intentional smooch. together, mm-hmm. you know, consensual Kiss, yeah, yeah, uh, or their first like passionate, really, whatever. And yeah, I guess, I guess in Dundee's, it's more you're it's drunk like, um, and you like, love him and he's your friend and you hug like him. My mouth is falling onto his mouth. Okay, well, you, you better. Know what I mean, like that's but, like I don't know about this part. This <laughs> I argument mean, is getting weaker for me. No, <laughs> yeah, no, but when, you know, when we talked to John about it, John was like, from Jim's perspective, they kissed. That he she got a kiss him. from this girl yeah. that he's liked forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I would agree with yeah. Jim's perspective. Yeah. I no. I hear I it all. It, I hear it all. What about you, Ant? What's your favorite episode <gasps> to shoot and or to? Oh man, this is so hard. I loved filming the Christmas episodes. They were so huge. My character always lost her mind. You know <laughs> yeah, what I every mean? Time. Just mm-hmm. screaming and throwing ornaments and stomping and. I loved all of that. So filming Christmas was really fun. I loved the scene in Yankee Swap when we all sat in a circle and traded gifts. Mm -hmm. And I got that jazz poster, Mm -hmm. babies playing jazz instruments. Some people like these. Such a good line. Oh, my. And it hung by my desk for like years. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have one at home. (laughs) I do. I I, But I feel weird putting it up because it is babies like with the, you know, playing instruments. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. But. What my favorite episode is, is changing all the time. See, now that we're watching it. I feel the same. And I rewatched 
Oh, God. It was so funny. With my daughter, I rewatched The Deposition. My character is barely in it. Like, yeah. really. I don't I don't think I have a single line in it. Jan <laughs> in that deposition. And then when they get Michael's journal, and his journal is so dorky. But it's like, I'm dorky when I journal. Oh, we know, Ange. Oh, it's really embarrassing. I okay, love to okay, listen. You do? I do. Oh, okay. You've made Angela so happy. <laughs> I journal too, but she is such well, a dorky journaler. Well, oh my God. we brought in one of my journals that I wrote in in my 20s. And I, I was interning on Conan. I was living in New York. And I literally wrote something like, you'll never believe what happened today, but I got to run. Stay <laughs> tuned. I'll fill you in later. XOXO, <laughs> Angela. Like, right? That's like, yeah. who am I writing to? I'm You're such a dork. You're writing to yourself. Your future self. Oh, it's, so it's a dorky. big deal. It's cute. Do you journal? Like, what do you journal? Is it I just journal, like free association? I or? journal. I journal on my phone because it's easier for me. Oh, yeah. I'm not a, I can't, I'm not a fast writer. And I just journal anything that I think because... I noticed, I've noticed in my life that, you know, you get excited and you tend to lie to yourself about your life and your situation and like how you feel about stuff because you really want to feel something. Yeah. And then you, you, think, you think, well, if I just say that's how I feel, then that's how I feel. I've been journaling for a while, but this year I was specifically like, you know what? I feel like I've done a lot of lying to myself about how I'm really feeling. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to because I'm like, because wor- I'm worried people are going to find it or post it or like mm-hmm. tell somebody because that's a big fear of having the, yeah. this this kind of life. Yeah. And so I just made a decision to to just write down every thought like n- with with the comfort that no one's going to read it. No one's ever going to know. Right. I'm not going to have to worry about it. It's just for me. Right. So I just write freely anything that I think, which is dangerous for sure. But it feels really good. It's it feels healthy. a lot better. It makes me feel good. Yeah. I have those journals. I have those journals from my 20s especially mm-hmm. where I lay it all out mm-hmm. and um I do have a slight fear that like yeah, I'm going to pass away and like my kids are going to find oh, it and these are not all the things that my kids need to know about me. Mm-hmm. So I have an tell agreement her, with Angela. Mm-hmm. They're in a special cabinet and I that showed I Angela where know. they were. Okay. And so if anything happens to me, it is Angela's job to go in and burn the journals. And destroy them. Because they destroy them. They're for me. That's what she said. <laughs> I, oh my God, dude. To- but this is your legacy, though. Like, you're you. People want your words after you pass on, dude. Do I <laughs> want people to have me? I don't know. It's mostly, like, that's for me. Like, and I like to go back and reflect. Like, I like Same. to go back and me be too. like, what was my mind at 27? Where was I? What did I care about? What was I interested in? What was I worried about? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you see patterns over time when you review your journals. I see habits, habits of thinking, habits of behavior. It's really fascinating, you know? Uh But it's so personal. I don't, I'm not sure. Like, in order to give me the freedom to really write it down, I need to know that Angela's going to burn them if anything happens to me. And I told her I will torch them. (laughs) I I have a best friend agreement. I mean, that's really really sweet. So I'm glad you guys... You you need a BFF who can torch. (laughs) I know. The problem is mine are all digital. So... That's an issue. Well, I exist forever. It does. And I I've started a few years ago. I know I'm like a dinosaur, but that that notes app on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I love to write comedy. I love to like study people. So I have a whole notes on my phone. Jenna, I don't even know if I've ever shared this with you, of just observations of people, situations, things that I might find funny. I have a handwritten notebook of that. 
<laughs> you do? Yeah, I, I wrote one down the other day. I said, um, in case I ever need to play characters, yeah. I can look at all these notes. Woman who reapplies her lipstick immediately after finishing a meal. <laughs> that's yeah. a person. It is. Wait, that's a thing. That's a full character. I have a question okay. for both of you because I, I know what some of this stuff is like. What did you hate doing or like the process of, of making? By the end of the run, it was less fun to sit in the background of all the scenes. I think about that a lot yeah. when I'm watching because you guys really be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys are in the back of a lot of shots. Yeah. Everybody. Like all of the the one-offs, like the talking heads. Mm -hmm. And and you don't even think when you're watching it. Honestly, I don't even think about it unless like I, I religiously watch like the bloopers of, yes. of all the stuff. And mm -hmm. I and that's when I notice I'm like, oh my God. Everybody's, Leslie David Baker. Yeah. And Creed <laughs> yeah, right in the back. There. Yeah. In the back mm -hmm. of every single one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Oh for nine God. years. For nine for years. For nine years. Mm -hmm. I sometimes lucked out because I was behind a partition. And so I could be like, That's come on, true. guys. You can't see Angela I'm right now. Come on. You can barely <laughs> see me when I stand up. I know for me, the thing that really got old was the fake pregnant belly. Because oh, you sure. had a bodysuit with the belly. And it was itchy and heavy. And Jenna had it first. Right. And she was really griping about it. And I was like, okay, all right. It can't be that bad. <laughs> oh, God. And then I had it. And I was like, are you kidding me with this thing? Like, to go pee? Forget it. Your mic. It was 20 the, minutes yeah, to get out of it. under this pillow thing. Wow. So it's not then, just a belly. It's like a full... It, it was. It's like a. It's like a wetsuit, but then a little pocket that a belly goes. So in. your legs and your arms are in that that thing. Yeah, you step Ooh. into it, right? And how about this? We haven't gotten there yet, but when Robert California has this big party, mm -hmm. we all go in the swimming pool, and they had me swim with that fake belly. Guess what? It absorbs water. <gasps> I was like, oh, blub. I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Shocked you didn't sink to the bottom with your tiny self. I know. I got a good core workout. Do you have a favorite season of The Office? I do. You what do? Is what it? is it? Okay, three, four, and also five, but three and four are like unbelievable. F five is also incredible. Yeah. Incredible. But three and four, like, it's just like Jim and Pam get together mm -hmm. around there. Mm -hmm. Things are good. Mm -hmm. We're like, Michael's not leaving yet. We're in a good zone, man. Yeah. There's not conflict as much mm -hmm. yet. There's not, like, the senator yet. Yeah. There's not Robert California yet. There's not Joe. There's not Gabe yet. And it's still, it's still, it stays really good. But yeah. those just couple seasons are just, like, yeah. happiness. Can I bring you into a controversy? Yeah, what? please. Do you think that it was okay that Jim bought his parents' house in Frame Toby oh. without telling Pam first? Where do you stand? Romantic or controlling? I don't love it. Mm -hmm. But also, people in their relationships have their own what's okay and what's not. That's a great answer. Even though these are not real characters, mm -hmm. they are in the show. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's up to it's up to Pam whether it was okay or not. Not me. Exactly. You know I mean? And I think it made Pam's like life. She felt so taken care of. And also what I liked was that at first you're like, you thought this without telling me? And like, look at all these weird things going on. And, mm -hmm. and you have this whole concern and everyone that's watching is like, yeah, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then it's this like very sweet, touching moment of you being like, I love it. Like, look at this. Like, I don't even care about any of the anything, but you you bought me this, you mm -hmm. know, you bought me a house. It's amazing. So it's like I think I think you can see it from from both sides. Like I wouldn't want someone to do that 
in my life. But also it's like, it depends on the situation and the person and your life and the thing, you know? And yeah. I think also what came before it was Roy, who was so noncommittal. They were engaged yeah. for so long. And then you meet, yes. <laughs> and then you meet Jim, who's like all in. Yeah. And how good that must have felt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's true, actually. And someone who didn't do anything for Pam ever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, maybe it's so far the other direction that it could be too far. But it, it's so nothing like she's ever experienced that it's like really touching to do that, mm-hmm. you know, which is sweet. It's interesting because when that episode came up, I said, and and we've had these conversations before. What do you do when something has been written for your character? Yeah, that you don't agree with. Yeah, that you you're you're like how do, how do I get behind this? I don't know yeah. how to wrap my head around it. And Greg said something similar, which is that Jenna wouldn't like this, but Pam does. Mm-hmm. And very similarly, um, Hi, Jenna you- does not like being tickled, <laughs> but Pam seemed to uh, respond well to it. When Roy tickles her, she would always like come around. She liked being tickled, and I was like, "But this one's really difficult for me because I have a physical like you and my mom visceral oh, response." Yeah. To mm-hmm. tickling that just causes sort of rage. Oh my god, dude! My mother is, <laughs> is over there. Is this true? Are, oh, am yeah. I? My mom will. I'm getting a thumbs up from your mom. Serious. I have to resist with all my might hitting the person mm-hmm. who tickles. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I yes. feel seen. Tickling is a serious thing. I, my brother tickled me. We were in anthropology when I was a little kid, and my brother started tickling me, and I, I, I had an overreaction to make him feel bad. I was like, Oh my god, stop! And I like swung my whole body and I I bonked myself at, on the corner of a table and gave myself a black eye. Oh no. And I always blamed him because he was tickling me. Did he ever tickle you again? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he did, but well. but he, he he was scared too because I'd be like, I'll give myself a black eye and I'll blame it on you. Yeah. Older brother gets the punishment. But no, I, I agree that I'd be furious if somebody bought a house and didn't didn't ask me or tell me. Yeah. Be furious. Jenna wouldn't like that. Yeah. yeah. But then it's also like funny when you sell the house. <laughs> I'm telling him absolutely bonkers. I know. That happens. But so, then it's like you have a point. You're like, well, you bought it without telling me. So I thought I could sell it without telling you. Every time I hear that line, I'm like, unbelievable. I know. Unbelievable <laughs> statement. You bought the house without telling me. So I thought I could I know. It's a weird book. It's a crazy relationship. Maybe she had been holding on to it a little bit. I don't know. (laughs) Clearly, yeah. Clearly. (laughs) I mean, every week I had to, like, reconcile with a character that was very different from me. Like, oh, yeah. All of my reactions, everything. So... I, I can really relate to that. I mean, there were plenty of times where I was like, okay, can we dial Angela back just a little? <laughs> like, can she not always just be the bitch? And I loved that note that Ken Quapis gave me. He was like, Angela, today, why don't you try being the suspicious bitch? And I was like, ooh, she's totally different <laughs> than like the New strict twist. bitch, suspicious bitch. <laughs> was there anything in Angela's character that you did like resonate with at all? I mean, I do love animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I haven't ever licked my cat. Um, <laughs> I did really do that, Billy. Yeah, I, really I was going to ask. I really licked it. I, I love that you did. I mean, they were like, it's just one take. We're just one take. We're going to be a little bit closer. And I was like, oh, and then I, I licked the cat. <laughs> but um, I also like Angela. Um, she's once she's in, she's very loyal. Like, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't think she ever gave up on Dwight, even though they were such a weird on and off again romance. But mm-hmm. 
he was her soup snake, you know? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I guess those two things, but pretty much nothing else. <laughs> if you were an office character, which one would you be? Good one. I've always really resonated with Michael's character. Okay. Which is maybe problematic. I just, I, and I, <laughs> like, I've said that before to, like, my mom or, like, my parents and my brother and stuff. But it's really true. I I, I see a lot of my <laughs> his character and not some stuff, like more of just like, I can't even really explain it. There's just something that I really, really, really relate to about his character. One of my favorite, <laughs> favorite moments is when he can't help but sh- shout. That's what she said. Even if he's like, Furious, like mm-hmm. when when she <laughs> yes. when she is about to throw the Dundee at the TV, yeah. and they're having that argument. Oh yeah, and he's like so angry, and he's clearly just so sad, and like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And then <laughs> she's like, "You're hardly my first. and he's so angry, but he has this need yeah. to say that's what she said because he knows I need to say it, and he just shouts it at her. Michael also just has such a pure heart. He really does. I know. Yes, it's he's pretty like just. A person who just wants love and to be loved, but he goes about it so wonky. But I'm with you. Whenever he has to yell something, every time I lose it. Oh, like it's so the, funny. I hadn't seen him yell, I declare bankruptcy until we rewatched it. <laughs> yeah. And just like his need to do that, to make this announcement <laughs> is like amazing. It just hurts my soul how he's like, that's how he thinks you you declare bankruptcy. I you know. declare it out loud yes, in the room. It's like, done. <laughs> just I've done it. I just yeah. feel that. Okay. And this is a part that that I I find so starting starting to watch The Office at a really young age. I almost didn't understand any reference whatsoever. I just thought it was funny. And I thought, you know, it was it was funny. I just liked the show in general. But a lot, most of the references, I had no idea who anybody was, no idea what movies they were referencing. So something I do blame The Office for, to be honest, is, but then also I blame myself, <laughs> but I blame what? The Office, is, is there's so many things that are said, especially by Michael in The Office, that he says wrong mm-hmm. on purpose, like written on purpose. Yeah. That I didn't even know the real word. So I said many words wrong because I learned them from Michael Scott. Were you a little stitious? I was a little. That one I knew. <laughs> that one, I'm not a little stitious. That was one that I knew, and I was very proud that I knew that one. But like, insurmountable, to be honest. I thought that was a word. I thought, <laughs> oh um, no, this has happened many times. Guys. I've never many, thought about this filter of the office that on a younger person, like, they're learning my, Michael's my learning. vocabulary. Yeah. Yes. Learning his vocabulary. Because I thought I was learning new words. Oh my God. Which I was. They were just wrong. And then, and same when you know, the joke when Aaron is like, my New Year's resolution was to learn a new word every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is going immensely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that. I was like, oh, cool. I'll start saying that. <laughs> so now, because I have said so many things wrong. Mom, do you remember off the top of your head some more ones that I just said that everyone was like, what the hell? I remember <laughs> when you first heard that U2 was from Ireland. Oh, you guys, 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 you guys. <laughs> what? Okay, this is this is the worst one. <laughs> sweet, sweet Bono is is a supporter of mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I love him. My God, and Amazing. Bono. Yeah, <laughs> my God. Here's the issue, guys. What? <laughs> what? Literally, 
<laughs> in June, this last June, we were in Ireland. So very recently, <laughs> we were in Ireland, and I get, oh, God, I'm in my hotel, and I get flowers delivered to my hotel room. And it has a little letter on it. Mm -hmm. And it's this really, really sweet letter. And it says, from Bono. And I was like, why would Bono, who's from Scranton. You thought Bono was from guys, Scranton, Pennsylvania? Yes. I go, why would, why would he send me something in Ireland? What does, this have to, gosh, what does this have to do with him? And it was like, welcome to, like, it, it was something about, like, welcome to yeah. my, like, hometown my or something home. like yeah. that. But you two is from and, and I was like, I kept asking everyone, like, what was, what is, what is Bono doing sending me flowers all the way across the world? From Scranton. Why would he do that? What is, what does this have to do with anything? And they were like, Billy, what are you talking about? They're Irish. And I was like, no, they're not. Have you, have you told him this story yet? No. <laughs> oh my God. But it's because when, when Michael falls in love with Holly and mm -hmm. he's making her a mix and Frick, I blame John for this because Jim comes in and Michael goes, what's the band from Scranton that made it big? Is that you too? And Jim goes, yes. And then he sits down and he goes, you don't love Holly. That's all there is. It's not even, there's no pause. There's no laugh. But if no, you've seen it 30 times, then guess what? You too is from Scranton. I thought it was like, honestly, in my head, I thought Jim thought, Oh, that's a stupid question because obviously they're the band that made it big from Scranton. I thought if it was like, I thought it was like the question like, is, you know, uh, I don't even know. Like, like is, yeah. is so-and-so that's very obviously from so this place, yeah. is they, are they from that place? You're like, right. you're like, yeah, obviously. I thought that was the vibe instead of, no, not at all. Their whole thing is that they're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> this is in June. June. I didn't know. Like, I could have been in an interview. Somebody could have asked me about <laughs> you two and Bono. And I could have been like, okay. well, it's really cool because <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are going to give you our phone numbers. Anytime you come up on something like, is this? Is this just true? text us. We're like, we'll your, you know. we're like your office Yeah, I'm going to need to do that. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to time, all in one place. Well, we've told you before, that we use Squarespace for our Office Ladies website. And it is so user-friendly, so easy to use. We are not tech people. <laughs> and we could not be happier with our experience. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash officeladies to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big, some are small. I know I keep mine kind of bottled up, and it can start to affect us. Well, therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. You can finally get a chance to talk about all those stressors. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OfficeLadies today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash OfficeLadies. How much do you watch The Office? Because I read in an interview that it's like all the time. Okay, so I play it. it. It's playing only on my phone. I don't watch it on anything else. It's playing on my phone at all times when I'm doing anything, when I'm like in the shower, I have it sitting outside the shower. <laughs> I can't have any silence, guys. <laughs> it's it's like right outside the shower. It's like when I'm getting dressed, when I'm eating food, when I put on makeup, when I do my hair, when I like it's like truly <laughs> playing always just in my ha- like I'll just honestly, I'll be I was like rearranging my closet a couple months ago or maybe longer ago. And I it was just in my pocket. I couldn't even see it. It was just in my pocket and the audio was playing. And it's like, I listen to it like it's a podcast. Like also because I've seen it so many times, I have it all memorized, like all the lines memorized and all oh the visuals gosh. memorized. Yeah. So I can picture it. I don't, I'm not missing it. You don't anything. even need to look at it. I don't even need to look at it. This makes something your mom said to me when we met, when you got here, make perfect sense. <laughs> Maggie said to me, I feel like I know you guys because I hear your voices all the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, all the time. <laughs> yes, yeah, all true. the time. And, you know, I don't live at home anymore. But when I lived at home, it was, I mean, it's just, it's just, you can just hear it. And I also have like weird needs. Again, I have these weird, I have like a, a need to like, if I'm eating, I have to have the office playing or something playing, preferably the office and silent ever, other, otherwise. Like nobody, if you talk to me, I'm not there. So I'm not, I'm not there. And yeah. so, but when I was living at home, I'd be like going into my parents' kitchen where my parents were and being like, shh, <laughs> turning on the office and eating. And being like, don't talk to me. I'm watching the office. I'm eating my waffles. Leave me alone. Maggie, we love you. We love you guys. <laughs> parents are amazing. Okay. Oh, actually, Jenna, I'm curious. So you're Michael Scott, right, yeah. Billy? Which office character are you? Me? Who am I most like? Yeah. Ooh. So I'm most like Pam. Mm-hmm. Like, there was so much of me that was Pam and so much of my early life as a struggling actress that I brought to Pam. Mm. I mean, I literally know what it feels like to sit at a reception desk and wish that I had an artistic career because I was totally. a receptionist. So I know that longing and I know that feeling of wanting something to change, but feeling like I'm in a place where nothing ever changes. So I definitely could relate to that. But I am an action person. So I am not a wait for it to come to me person. And I feel like Pam, it was harder for her to get herself started or take movement, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just much more ambitious than Pam. I always say it would not take it would not have taken me like three years to kiss the cutie in the office. Right. That's we're not me, waiting that long it. for that. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> happening much sooner. Mm-hmm. Would have happened at the Dundies, right. probably, <laughs> if I were in charge. Like for reals, though, you know, not the not the, the falling, drunken, not the falling one. onto his yeah. lips kiss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also think I have a tiny bit of Ryan in me. I <laughs> I have a lot she of is falling. She loves Ryan. I now have in fallen this in love with Ryan. Yes, yeah. rewatch. Which uh-huh. which version of him? There's serious talk about versions. so many versions. Yeah, those of those are character. different. Those are like it's like he's playing different characters. I think my favorite is Ryan the Temp. Mm-hmm. So the I like OG. early Ryan. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just I have a lot of entrepreneurial ideas 
that go nowhere. You know, gadgets that I've invented in my mind and things that, you know, never get made and whatever. Mm -hmm. We've discussed on the podcast before that with my high school best friend, we invented something called the tan baster. (sighs) It is... um, it's a way to put on a sun tanning lotion without getting your with, hands dirty. It's mm-hmm. called the tan How baster. Do you, do you know the thing that you wash dishes with that like fills with dish soap and then has a sponge on the yes. end? So it's very similar, okay. but with suntan lotion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you can also get the middle of your back with it. You know what, what I'm saying? Look how the tan baster. She is about this I thing. know. Bless your heart. The tan baster. Someday well, I need you. Yeah, I need you, you on going, HDTV. Going tank, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I should call my friend and we should get it going Welcome again. Welcome to yes, Celebrity Shark Tank. <laughs> Today we have Jenna Fisher. Oh, no. Can you imagine? She's made it. So humiliating. You should do it. You're really passionate about it. You're so passationate, man. You just described it for so long. But mm-hmm. what do you think? I, don't What's your honest me. opinion? I don't know. I'm it's just... not happening, is it? <laughs> I, don't I, send me on Shark Tank just lots to of, be humiliated. There's lots I, of I, other I, inventions that do well that are mm-hmm. stupider. No, I, no. Oh, my God. That, that's your... <laughs> that's it's your, not a bad idea. Uh, it's really not. I, I mean, I totally get it. Like... You know, you get your hands all gross when you... I get it. Especially at the beach. And then you've got sand on your hands. I think you need to let it go. I think you need to let it go. (laughs) One day, maybe. I'll have time. You know what? Tans are going to come back into fashion. And when they do... I don't think tans are in fashion anymore. No, it's for the suntan lotion. It's for the SPF, the sunscreen. I'm sorry. Sunscreen. All of these years you have told me about this. I thought it's like a spray tan in a tube. No, lady. It's a, and I thought, applying sunscreen. I thought this is such an uneven tan. It looks like from a sponge. Well, that would be true if that's what it was for. Oh, Are you behind no, it, it now it's, that you understand it's it? sunscreen. I want you to go for this now. Applying sunscreen. <laughs> I want what you about to your do face? It. it doesn't work on the face. No okay, squeegee well, the for flaw. the face? Well, we already have those like, you know, deodorant sticks. That's true. That we can put on our face. The problem is that the rubbing in is where you 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 distribute it evenly. And so that you actually get all the little cracks and crevices. Mm. Okay. All right. You know, you know what? When workshop. we're, when we're testing it. that mm-hmm. in our focus groups, yeah. mm-hmm. we're going to think about that. <laughs> we're yeah. going to make sure that we get a sponge that can apply evenly. So, Ryan, because of your ideas. Thank yes. you for bringing us back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just had to come back. Oh, my God. Quick. Ryan, because of your ideas, what about you? Um, I think I'm a little, maybe, hmm. Maybe a Phyllis Angela combo platter. Maybe a little bit. I'm a little bit Angela. And then Phyllis has a little, little sass. You know, she, she like does. hooked up with Bob Vance in the bathroom. She does. I have a little Phyllis bit of that. Phyllis is a freak. A little bit. She's I might have a little bit of that combo in me. <laughs> uh-huh. What do you think, Jenna? I think you are way more Phyllis than Angela. <laughs> there's there's almost no Angela in Angela, except for maybe love of animals. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I think Phyllis. I think Phyllis is a strong Maybe choice. with the side of Kelly, like chatty Kelly. Yes, Angela's very chatty. I get that I do one. like to chat. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel that for sure. Like, I could go to your family reunion, and I wouldn't have a problem. I wouldn't miss a beat. Wow. I could go to your cousin's wedding. I'd well, have the time of my life. I think that's also life. like you're a good hang. That's what that is also. <gasps> Thanks, Billy. That's a good thing. That's oh a good thing. Oh, my gosh. When you can just fit right in anywhere, you're good. Oh, 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 I have a thing. What is it? Okay. Okay, I just got very excited about this. So how many cast members have you met from The Office? So I've met Creed. Yes. I've met Rain. Mm -hmm. You know what's interesting? (gasps) I've spoken on the phone with 
Steve, and Brian. Yes, yes Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, Steve and Brian. I think that. Oh, I've met, I've met, I've met Mindy, and I've met BJ. Mm-hmm. Oh well, actually, okay. So two interesting things. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I think I must have been. I'm four years, four and a half years younger than my brother, and he was probably thirteen or fourteen. So I was some some years younger than that. My brother was in Bad Teacher, which is the oh, movie yeah. with, with Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like a little kid. And I remember going to hang out on set at one point and standing in craft services. And Phyllis yeah. was right there. And I hadn't seen The Office. I was like, I must have been like, you know, I was probably like eight or nine or something. Mm-hmm. And she was standing there. And I remember somebody saying like, she's in The Office. And I remember thinking, The Office, like... I, I know that show. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I've never seen it, but that's really cool. And I remember sitting, standing right next to her, like she was right here and she was eating chips or something. And she was having a conversation with somebody. And I just remember looking up at her and being like, she's a star. <laughs> and like, just looking at her. And she doesn't know that. I've never, I don't think I've ever spoken to her. That was like a big deal for me. I, I talked about that for a long time after. And she has no idea that that little kid was me also. But, Aww. and then the other thing is, my mom's, one of my mom's long lasting best friends is Amy Ryan. Oh my Holly gosh. Flax. Ah. So I grew up That's around wild. Amy. Yeah. Ah. And so, you know, I knew her, we knew her like before she was obviously cast. Yeah. And, um, and then she was just like one of my mom's friends. And then she, uh, once I started being a fan of The Office, it, uh, it was hard for me to be around her. It, it was, I was. Because she was Holly. She was Holly yeah. right then too. Yeah. And I was like, I was like peak. The office was mm-hmm. it. <gasps> it was, it was crazy. It was, it was, yeah. So she, she has been in my life for a long time and she has a daughter who's a few years, years younger than me. And I, we would, we would uh, go to their house and like, I'd play with her daughter and it was cool. Yeah. She's, she's great. I love her. She's, she's great. I love love hearing that. Mm -hmm. Amy is amazing. You know, it's interesting because my daughter, one of my daughter's friends recently started watching The Office. I have known this little girl. They're 14 now. I've known her since kindergarten, Uh right? Best friend since kindergarten. She was over at the house the other day and she was like looking at me like this. Like, (sighs) oh my God. And I was like, I turned around. I was like, what's that? What's going on? And she's like, sorry, I started watching The Office. Oh my God. I was like, (laughs) <laughs> I have known you forever, but now oh. I'm Angela Martin, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. You know what? The other one was, I, I used to be a, a camp counselor mm-hmm. and there was this girl and she was like my favorite student at the camp and her name was Piper mm-hmm. and I loved her to pieces and her mom would come to pick her up every day and I was like, that's Jan. That's literally Jan. And I was like, is your mom Jan? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. It's Jan. And I tried not to freak her out because I'm yeah. sure she was annoyed with that yeah. a lot. But but um, I think about her a lot. I hope she's doing well. Okay. I have a message for you from Creed. Oh, okay. So Creed is my neighbor. <laughs> really? He, yeah. He lives down the street from me. No way. Like Walking some, distance. Yeah. Like we, we um, sometimes we walk, we call it the sauce trail. We get um, an adult <laughs> beverage and a red solo cup and we go for a walk. And he often comes over and brings his guitar and like, jams out. He'll See, be like, Andrew, I, I have a new that. album. You want to hear it? I'm like, yes. It's it's like one of the joys of my life. 
Um, but he, we were texting because he, he loves animal documentaries. And he, he was texting me recently that he wants me to come watch one. Um, and I said, hey, I said, um, have you met Billie Eilish? She's coming into the studio. We're so excited. And he wrote back and he said, yes, I have. I met her brother also. She's been ghosting me for a while. <laughs> And then he called me and he said, I'm kidding, Pumpkin. I'm kidding. And I said, I figured you were kidding. And he said, I was blown away by her voice. I got to see her in concert. She's amazing. I love meeting Phineas too. And will you tell her that if she ever wants to talk music or jam to come over, I'm around. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I know. I met him for like a split second. He, he came to one of my shows. Yeah. Like three and a half years ago. And I was meeting a million people, and I was like, it's fucking great! I went over, and I hugged him. It was really cool. But you know what's what's funny about, like, I, I love that his, his just, all of his musical talent just comes through throughout the show. Yeah. And what I think is really cool is, you know, when he's singing Spinning and Reeling with Love yeah. at the Christmas party, yeah. when everybody's doing karaoke, mm-hmm. I love that that's in there because it's his song. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that, and you think you're you think he's just honestly because here's one more thing is that I watched that thinking this is probably a super famous song everybody knows and he's doing a a karaoke to it and I always thought the song was really cool and I find a lot of the music that I love through through other things mm-hmm. and like hearing it in the background of something and looking up the lyrics and so I I remember after a while being like every time I watch that scene I'm always like ah oh, that song is really cool I I, I love. I love whatever song this is. What song is this? And I I looked it up, honestly, probably like last year, and I saw that it was his song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <gasps> he's a great oh, songwriter. So cool. he, he will just come over and play. And I mean, I'm always amazed. I'm, I'm amazed when I love to write, but I'm, it's always so interesting for me when people can um, put music to words because I can't hear music. That's such a gift. Like maybe wow. it's maybe some... In another life, I'll get to hear music in my head like that because that is so cool. And if you can't hear it, when you see people who can, it's like your little piece of magic that you get to witness. It's like so cool. So Yeah, wow. I'm the same way. My son is a musician. Right. He's a drummer and plays guitar. And from the time he was very little, he would be like three years old. We'd be driving somewhere. And from the back seat, he would say with his little voice, Mama, you play a song with a lot of um, ride symbol. Play a song with a lot of ride symbol. See, like I'm, wow. and I would say, and I said, I, don't I said, baby, I don't know, I don't know what song has a lot of ride symbol in it. And then he, I mean, I'm gonna get it wrong, but then he would say like some Green Day song, right? And then I'd put it on, and I'd be like, holy shit, there's a lot of ride symbol in this song. <laughs> Wow. Yes. And so it, and and so it is true because I'm seeing that in my own house with this person who can yeah. like hear music in a way mm-hmm. that I just, you know, it it's so specific. It's so interesting hearing that you guys can't. Have you ever tried to write a song? No, Have I you haven't. Know? No, I haven't. I I mean I've written poetry and I've written, you know, uh, I was a English I was a creative um writing major, but I, I don't know that I can see it. Well, this is actually a great segue into my next question, which is that you sampled part of the episode Threat Level Midnight. I did. For your song, My Strange Addiction. I did. How did that come about? Well, first of all, I can't believe they let me do that because that's a, I mean, that's wild to do that. Like take audio from 
a show like The Office that's mm-hmm. that big and that, I mean, come on. Ugh, it was crazy. It was such a pipe dream. I can't even tell you. It was. It is wild that they said yes because we that's are now, what I mean. we're going back now through emails from NBC and standards and practices and things like that. And they were super particular. They yeah. were. Yeah. But I remember all of the people whose voices you hear, yeah. like um, Brian Baumgartner's on there and um, Ed Holmes. You hear Mindy, you hear John. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I think you hear BJ, right? Yep. So I remember, and Steve, mm-hmm. I remember each of those individuals had to give permission. Yes, they did. They were an enthusiastic yeah. yes. So they no were No hesitation. It was a, let me tell you, the office text thread blew up oh, when, yeah. when that went out. Like, <laughs> yeah. everyone was so excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It was very, oh, that's yeah. very so cool. cool. I mean, so the way that that happened was Phineas, my brother, had written this song called My Strange Addiction. Just the the words and, like, the whole song. And he was like, Billy, I wrote this song, like, do you think it's cool? And he played it for me, and he had this beat to it that was, like, so goofy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, this reminds me of the song that they danced to, the, the scar. The scar. This reminds me of the scar. <laughs> and he was like, what are you talking about? And I, I played the scene, and it just— just when he when he hits that button in the jukebox and it's like, it's like, yeah. And it's so like, it's so <laughs> stupid, but it's so good. I was uh-huh. like, this is giving me that same feeling of like dumb, but kind of groovy as shit. And so we were like, oh my God, that would be so. F-. And also the song is, it's, it's you know, kind of a, a play off of you know, the show, My Strange Addiction. Do you guys know that show? Mm-hmm. And and it's about people with these weird addictions to, like, weird stuff. You know, Phineas wrote the song, but it's kind of about, like, you know, I've got an addiction, but it's to you. But I kind of was like, well, The Office is also my addiction. Your addiction, yeah. <laughs> and this song is kind of goofy, and it reminds me of that scene. And also, then we were just watching the scene, and and it's like, the way that like Andy's voice sounds and the way that Steve is just, it's just the whole, di- all the dialogue is so good. And we were like, dude, what? And we jokingly, truly, truly, truly jokingly like ripped the audio and just put it in the song. And then it was so perfect because Andy's name is Billy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. yeah. So then it's like, no, Billy, I haven't done that dance since my yeah. wife died. And we were like, oh, that'd be so crazy. Because <laughs> my like, name is Billy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we like put it to the song. <laughs> And there was not a, 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 any reality that it would work or, like, be okay. But we were like, this is so funny. And we, like, sent it to the label and we were like, dude, like, just can you just ask somebody? We know it's going to be a no, but just ask somebody. There's no way they're going to give us the rights to this at all. No way. And it was like, yeah, absolutely they're not, but we'll ask. Truly. And uh, here we and are. And we did it. You did it. It's amazing. And it's really cute because, you know, the fans— have that whole song memorized. And so when I do it live, they do all they say shout the all the parts. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Really? Do they do their... I love... Ed Helms does a lot of great characters. You know, he's so funny like that. So good. And I loved Ed as Andy. Andy's version of what he thought that bartender was. Like, hey, you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, it's so good, guys. Oh. Guys, I just love this. I just, this I is, just oh, we're I having just the best this. time. So cool. I know. I'm this just is like, so cool. I, I'm like, like, feel like I'm gonna have sore cheeks because I'm. I know. So much. I feel the same. And I just, there's a lot of things that I love in the world, and there's a lot of things that I'm passionate about, and I try not to be like a nerd about it. And truly, when I meet other people that like The Office, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm not trying to relate to people about it because it's my own personal thing, and in my head, no one else knows The Office except me. It's my show. 
It's not, I'm not a, I'm not in a club of people. I'm not, I am very, I'm very pick me about it. I don't know if you guys know what that means, but I'm, I'm very like, no, no one's ever seen. It's like how you kind of like you joke about like your boyfriend and no, he's never dated anybody but me. Oh, right. I'm right. Just the only person he's ever been with. Right. That's how I feel. The office is like. It was made for you. Made for me. Mm-hmm. You guys shot for nine years just for me. <laughs> On your phone. Nobody's seen yeah. it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On my phone. <laughs> but, but truly, like, I don't, I don't really talk about it. Like, like, oh, yeah. And my favorite show, The Office, da, 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 da. It's truly like such a deeper thing than that, that when people are like, so I heard your favorite show is The Office. I'm like. Don't say that. It's somehow disrespectful to me. It's sacred. It's like a, it's truly like a sacred part of, of my personality and, and so much of who I am and the things that I do and say and think like, and also I just, I base a lot of my life situations on TV shows and like (laughs) scenes from stuff and the amount of, like one of my best friends, um, many times earlier this year, I'd, I, we'd be like in a really deep conversation about like something really serious in my life. And I'd just take a pause and she'd be like, oh my God, I know just what you're going to say. And I'll be like, well, well, but I have to, there's this one scene in the office where like this is happening. And I just, I use it as like a, this reminds me of that one scene and, and, and how they feel here. And I really feel like that right now. It's, it's stupid guys. Like you really, you really have uh, <laughs> raised me in a way. There are things that when they sort of get like, I don't know what the phrase is, but like kind of in your bones, you know what I mean? Like then they become sacred to you. And like if someone asks you about it, you're like, okay, first of all, how dare you? I know. That is mine. I know. But at the same time, you're like, Okay. Yes. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about okay. it. <laughs> yeah. How well do you know it? Don't even come at I me. I know. Well, that's the other Don't thing even. is people are yeah. like, I love that, and I'm like, I referenced the shit out of this show, and I'll I'll go. Does anybody in this room know The Office well enough to know like specific details? And people go like, Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, I just know it's not true. I go, Okay. So do you know in you know this one episode where where Michael is like doing this, and and then he's doing this, and then. Somebody comes in and and everybody's like, no, sorry, I don't know. And and also what's cool is my brother, who's seen The Office many times, he and his girlfriend, who's seen The Office kind of the way everybody has, where mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's never really watched it all the way through. And so they've been watching it all the way through for the first time, like, as a whole since it came out for, for Phineas too. And so for him, everything's really fresh. And so yeah. he's finally like, oh, Billy, we were watching... We were watching the deposition the other day and that one scene, what does he say? And I'm like, oh, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so this and this. And also like sometimes he'll just, he'll reference something that he just watched and I'll immediately get the reference and be able to like recite the rest of the scene, which. It, it's like a whole new level just of like, your, like your siblinghood. It really you is. have a whole new layer. Like, wow, you can finally you see me. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh. It's cool. Do you want to do a scene with us? Oh, yes. Do, I yes. Do, a do you want to be in a come scene on, with us? On. We printed oh out a scene God. from the show. Okay. I, first of all, Billy, I went to our actual shooting draft. So this is as we held it in our hands. Wow. On, let's see. Oh, my gosh. In 2004. This is from 2004. I was two, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I was two <laughs> years old. Look, I highlighted your parts. Jenna, you will play Pam. Okay. Wow. Um, Billy, you are going to play Phyllis. We are going to do the first ever party planning committee scene. Oh, yeah. I know this scene quite well. (laughs) Season one, episode four, The Alliance. Sure is. 
Okay. I'm going to also read our stage direction. Party planning committee. Here we go. Interior (laughs) conference room. Pam, Phyllis, and Angela, semicolon, the party committee. Well, for decorations, maybe we could do... No, that's stupid. Forget it. What? Well, I was going to say we could have streamers, but, but that's dumb. Everybody has streamers. Never mind. No. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. What color do you guys think? Well, there's green, blue, yellow, red. How about green? I think green is kind of whorish. You're officially in the PPC. (laughs) So scary. We actually have for you. What do you have? You are in the party planning committee now. We have a party planning committee sweatshirt for you. It's there you go. You can plan as many parties as you want. (laughs) Or however, are you the committee to plan parties? Oh, which oh, one are you? Oh gosh. Um the committee to plan party was was a pretty it's pretty good party planning. Pretty pretty good stuff. I know. Isn't I it know. interesting though that the first time this scene was ever written it's called the party committee. The party committee, I know. One mm-hmm. of my favorite lines of yours, it's your one off and you're like Michael should have asked the party planning committee first. He's not supposed <laughs> to just spring things on us willy-nilly. And then you just you're like Like the the hand grab to your face of you crying is just, oh, it breaks my heart. Angela's whole, just like clearly just like miserable life. Repressed. Miserable self. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then, and like when, when you throw the, that whole episode, oh my God. And the Yankee swap, just like how upset you are Mm -hmm. that it's not going how you wanted it to go. Yeah. You had a whole idea for how it was supposed to go and Michael's just ruining everything. Yeah. And then Dwight kisses Kelly and you're, it's just, you're just, it's it's just furious, horrible, horrible day for you. And you throw the the ornaments. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're supposed shatter. to shatter. But they didn't. Yeah, they don't shatter. I threw them and they, uh, well, in that's the first why it's take, so funny. I threw it and it bounced right back. <laughs> and I was like trying to stay in character. But at the same time, I'm like, why the hell isn't this breaking? So then just in a pure rage, I just started screaming and stomping them. <laughs> and that's what. No, you guys, your character is just. Everybody is Pam, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. that's everyone's Pam, you know? Yeah. And I, I also love the way that Roy is written because it's so perfectly, he's got charm to him. And he's yes. got like, you can see it, but also he's so neglectful and like emotionally abusive that it's like, you can totally see how you could get there. You know, my dad had a saying for guys like that. He used to say, well, Ange, He's not a bad guy, but he's not worth much. <laughs> and I'm like, that was Roy. That yeah. was Roy. It just made you feel like so shitty, you know? It's just, just like so, oh, God, it's so good. And it's just like everything about Pam is just so heartbreaking. And just like you you, you really, you do it perfectly. Everything about it is perfect. Thank you. Guys, I'm serious. Like this show, it just can't be beat. It just really can't. I like a lot of shows, but it just... It's it's just the one, guys. I'm serious. We have two things we can do here. If you have any more questions for us, we've asked you all of our questions. So if you have Mm -hmm. any more questions for us, please ask. Mm -hmm. Also, we did prepare an office quiz that we would take against each other. And we we don't know the answers. We don't know who would win. 
Would you we, like by the oh, way, would love to do that. We okay. haven't seen the questions. We don't know. Cassie prepared them. We haven't gotten to season eight yet. If you ask me a question from season eight, I'm not even going to know because I, I haven't watched season eight since we filmed it. So that's like. Okay. So we'll okay. intro the quiz then. We'll say. Okay. okay. So here's another interesting thing is that I just, every time I watch it all the way through, because again, I start it from the beginning mm-hmm. and I finish it every time. I can't believe I So where that. are you right now? I in finished this it. I oh, finished it. You just recently finished I it finished again. I finished it like. A couple weeks ago. Okay. And every time I finish it, I take a couple weeks off and, I, and then I start it over. Okay. So I'm in my weeks off period. Okay. Which means it's not right here. It's here. Billy, I'm pretty sure it's just in your DNA now. I think it is. <laughs> um, I think it is. I think. But for instance, and I think about this all the time, when Rain came over and did the office quiz mm-hmm. with me, I was watching it, but I hadn't gotten to when Nellie is in the show. Yeah. And so she wasn't on my mind. I was just not there yet. And so he asked me a question about Nellie. And also I was nervous as shit. Dwight Schrute sitting in front of my I face know. in my parents' house. And I was 16. <laughs> like, oh yeah. my God. I was so intimidated and nervous that when he asked me a question about Nellie, I just like, my brain just didn't work. And I, I just like forgot about her character for two seconds. Um, and it until was you said her name, so I forgot I really what hope Catherine there's Tate's no character's name Nelly was. Nellie character yeah. question. Um, I completely <laughs> forgot. Because we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here right. we go. Here we go. Office quiz with Billie Eilish. Uh-huh. Yes. Starting hopefully from easy questions and it'll get oh harder. Oh my God, Cassie. Okay. How many questions are there? There's 10. Is okay. it just is it just anybody shouted out whoever's first? I think so. I th- oh. But then you said, Cassie, if we shout it at the same time, we each get a point and she has tiebreakers at the end. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what? I didn't know any of these rules. Okay, here we All go. Right. Oh yeah, sorry. That was a private conversation I had with Cassie. I didn't tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, here we go. What body part did Michael accidentally grill because he likes His to wear His foot. Angela got it first. <laughs> okay, I didn't easy. realize we could break in before the question was over. Yeah, it's oh, true. See, well, I'm a rule follower. It's true. <laughs> I know it's for the true. End. No, no, it's, it's vicious. Fine. I'm slightly right. competitive. Okay. Number two, besides the bride, who wore white to Phyllis's Kelly. wedding? Oh, oh that was so good. Please. Oh, okay. okay. Three, what does Michael give Toby as a goodbye present? A rock. rock. Uh, it's a brick. It's a brick. No, Rap. it's a it's okay. A rock. rock. It's a rock. It has a post-it note with a um with a, yes. rubber band around. And it. what does the post-it note say? Suck, suck it. it. Suck it. Suck on this, guys. Suck on this. Oh, oh my god. Oh, 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 suck it. <laughs> suck it is David Wallace. I know. I, just knew, <laughs> I knew suck was on it. I knew suck, suck was on, on it. this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Who are the members of the Finer Things Club? Oscar, Pam, Toby. and Toby. <laughs> I just, I just got stayed it. quiet on that one. You guys killed it. All right. Bonus. Who wants to join? <laughs> Me, Angela. No. Um, Andy. 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 I think Billy it's got literally it. literally screaming. <laughs> I think I just wanted to join in real life. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is Stanley's favorite day? Pretzel, Pretzel day. day. I feel like they all Water got cross. it. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Finally. All right. In Second Life, Dwight creates a character that is exactly like himself but in real life. But he can fly. But he can fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the name of the song Jan keeps playing during dinner party? That one oh, night. That one night. Uh, I don't Jenna. know what the name is. They that don't ever talk night. about the name. By Hunter. By Hunter. That one night. Yeah. yeah. But they never talk about the name. 
ever. Oh, oh so it's maybe just, it's not called. It might that not one be night. called that. It's oh. just that's all you hear. She Ooh. could contest that. That's just the song. All right. But, Listen, but okay, I don't okay, think okay. my point on that one is going to make any <laughs> yeah. impact on the final <laughs> score. Okay. Okay. Who is Gabe often mistaken as? Uh, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Oh. I was going to say a praying mantis. <laughs> <laughs> Does someone say that? A stick bug. A they call stick him a bug. stick bug. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. This is a fill in the blank question. Oh gosh. If Creed can't blank. Scuba. Scuba. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. What's it all been for? Yeah. All right. So right now the score is Billy has six. Angela has four. Jenna has two. Oh, oh wow. So sad. That way. <laughs> I will give you a point for as many names as you can come up with this question. <gasps> what? Name Angela Martin's cats. Ember, Sprinkles, Ash, Sprinkles, Bandit, Lumpy, Bandit, Garbage. Um, garbage. <laughs> well, Garbage, I guess she does keep Lady garbage. Princess. Uh, <laughs> Princess Lady. Princess Lady. <laughs> um, Ash. Uh, um, Diane. Diane. <laughs> um, 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 um. Comstock. Yeah. Oh, Comstock. Um, um, well, okay, but I don't know how many we did. We both were doing. I yeah, said, I said Amber, we got Ash, Sprinkles, Lumpy, Sprinkles, Amber, Bandit, Ash, Bandit, Princess Lady, Princess Lady, Diane, um, Miss, Mr. Ash, right? That's Mr. Ash. Mr. Garbage? Ash. Did you say garbage? I got garbage. garbage. So Sprinkles, obviously. Mm. Um, are there more? Who are we missing? There's more. How many more? <laughs> there's like thirteen, isn't there? Yeah, there's fourteen. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I knew there were like thirteen. Yeah, Wait, there's there's the eight one left. With the, the one with the um Is there one named Jenny? No. Does she say them all when when Dwight is saying that he doesn't like sleeping on No, she only says like four. Yeah, she only says four. Yeah, and the Lumpy other one Diane. Oh, there's some. There's another one. I'm thinking of what letter does it start with? Give me a letter. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the there... one that's humping Princess Lady that we're forgetting, or did we get him? I think that's Mr. Ash. Yeah, yeah, Mr. But, Ash. yeah, that's right, yeah. Mr. Ash. Yeah. Give me, give me one a letter. I'll that say with. there are two that start with it's P. Your cat. Oh yes, two that start with P. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh gosh. Oh, oh my God. Wait. I can Peter. Nope. No. <laughs> Paul. You're no. Just saying <laughs> no. <P names. laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying like uh, people. Okay, wait, precious. Wait. Oh, Princess Lady Diane, Lumpy. Uh, Mr. Ash. I can so picture Bandit. it. Mm-hmm. Penny? No. <laughs> I'm just making it up. Oh, I'm trying to think of another P one. Oh, well, we have a hint. I have a hint. a hint. You also name your children this. <gasps> what? You name your children this? Like it's a kid name? Yeah, it's like Angela Martin named her kid after this. Philip! Yes! You have a cat named Philip? I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, because you oh, named that's it right. after your cat. That's right. Oh. Because it was named after my grandfather. But it was named after <laughs> Angela's cat. cat. Yes, because you're like, oh, that's a tricky one. It's named after my cat. <gasps> it's after my cat. Oh, my oh. God. That's tricky. <gasps> okay, what's our score? What's our tally? Our score is... Jenna, you still only had two points. What? I said garbage. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll give you one. No, fine. I, this is it was okay. Fine, you have three points. <laughs> Angela, you have seven points. Woo! Billy, you have ten points. Billy. Yay. <laughs> 
Well, Billy, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us. This was an absolute delight. We could talk to you all day. Thank you. We just love you so much. We're so happy to have spent this time with you. I will come back whenever you want me. Yay! Thank you for listening to Office Ladies. Office Ladies is produced by Earwolf, Jenna Fisher, and Angela Kinsey. Our show is executive produced by Cody Fisher. Our producer is Cassie Jerkins. Our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. And our associate producer is Ainsley Bubico. Our theme song is Rubber Tree by Creed Bratton. For ad-free versions of Office Ladies, go to stitcherpremium.com. For a free one-month trial of Stitcher Premium, use code OFFICE. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.